Never know. All right, ready? 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 Yeah, man, let's do it. Guys, welcome to Nathan K, GGB Podcast. On the couch here, I've got Lucy Moon, singer-songwriter. Yeah, what's welcome. up? Welcome. Come on, my man. Nice, nice to, to see, see you. Me, Thanks for having me. Welcome, anytime. <laughs> so, how did you get into... Look, people watching or listening to this might be thinking, how does someone get into singing? Yeah. Were you a singer as a kid? Did you like, <laughs> pick up the microphone as a child? Were you yeah. singing in the bath? I, I was, yeah, I was singing in all those places. I'd pick it, it started off with just a remote control for my CD player, to be fair. <laughs> singing to um, bit of, my first ever, first time I got into singing, I was nine, I remember it well. Oh, wow. like, and, um, but just in my bedroom, to a bit of Craig David. Yeah. Wanted to do an album. <laughs> nice. Banger of an album. And I was just like, I started listening and I was just like, just singing away. I wasn't really paying attention lyrically, because now I'm listening back to, there's a song of his on the Born to Do an album called, um, it's called The Booty Man. Mm -hmm. The Booty Man. The, yeah. yeah, and I thought it was The Boogie Man. <laughs> okay. All them times, I was so naive. And I, but like, you know, I was just picking up on like melodies and singing and then just kind of went from there, like just gradually. Yeah. Um, but no one in my family is musical. So Fair enough. It's, it's kind of like, you know, I didn't, it's, you know, no so one. So you just picked up? Yeah, I just kind of picked it up on my own accord, literally. Like, you know, there's no one like kind of influencing me as such, apart from artists that I was listening to. So when you were, in, when you were nine, were you just singing at home, like in your room? Like most kids do, don't they? Exactly that. So, yeah. so you were just doing that. And then yeah. what, were you a good kid? Were you a naughty kid? Were you, <laughs> I mean, were you out singing about, like, were your friends in drama yeah. or anything like that growing up through school? Um, yeah, I was, I was a bit of a bit of a both kid, like, you know, like my school reports will, will show the, the true me you know Jamie it was always Jamie has the potential and to excel like because Jamie's my, my real name yeah yeah um but it also he doesn't he needs to focus more he needs to pay attention and I just kind of never really you know obviously clearly grasped that side of it um <laughs> but yeah so and I used to hang out with you know like the, my lads who are not interested in music and stuff like that and I remember I was actually in, in my mum put me in stage school yeah. and then I remember like the, I wanted to leave one day, I realised, I looked around the class and it was all girls, but me, and I was just like, uh, well, I'm going to do football now. <laughs> um, so that was at like 10, so from like 10 I just started playing footy and I remember the people who ran it were like, they're like oh, don't leave, don't leave, you know, you've got, you got a lot of potential, you could be, you know, you could be really good, like, all that sort of stuff, but I was just like... Nah, too many girls, man. All the, all the boys are laughing. <laughs> How at me. old were you at this stage? So that was that was like ten. That was like nine, wow. nine, ten again. When I started getting into singing, because my mum was like, so she's like, oh, I'll get you in stage school. And yeah, yeah. And I just, it, nah. That's I, quite hard at ten, at ten years of age to be surrounded by those girls. It's right if you're like eighteen, yeah. nineteen. Yeah, you're like, but, this is great. <laughs> it's not Come too on. bad. But when you're when you're ten, you sort of just want to be with the boys. You want to be with the boys. They're all into footy. Yeah. And they're like, nah, come play football with us. And then so that was me. You know, I want to be a boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, and I don't regret it. But like, it, you know, it would have been interesting to see my life could have been completely different. Like with performing and all that. I don't know. So you did your GCSEs. I did my GCSEs. Yeah. Yeah. And then you left school. Did you leave school at sixteen, or did you stay on to do like? No. A levels. I left at sixteen. Yeah, I, I wasn't really interested in going to sixth form and all that. I just kind of, I went, don't know. Went in love with school. No, I loved school. I did love it. I loved the social aspect, yeah. and you know, you, you, you were know, a boy you, about town. Boys, <laughs> and like you know, and just like just you know, lunchtime was one of the best times of school. You know what I mean? Like. I used to be a little Dell boy at schools. So I used to always sell like the packs of chewing gum Did and <laughs> cans of coke and even like albums, like 50, you want 50 cents new album? No way. Yeah, so I love school from that point of view. I was always trying to like, you know, how can I kind of have a laugh? But then I just ended up um, going into to college. I didn't know what to do. I, I knew I had this little desire, I had this desire for music. Yeah. But I actually started off being a grime MC. 
So I used to be a grime MC called Stepper. Yeah. And um, so that was the first wave of grime. Where would you do? Where would you do it? At home or home? We'd run sets. So we'd go to like it'd be like venues. Like would it be a big cruise of us? So we'd go. One of our mates had um. Uh, he's turned his bedroom into just a basically like a studio set. So there'd be like about twenty of us in this little room, wow. sweaty, passing the mic, <laughs> spitting a sixteen bar, an old Stepper, um, and like you know that was the how I got into. That's how I actually got into music. Well, so like, because obviously, I, although I was singing, I just enjoyed it. I didn't know, I didn't even know if I could really sing. I didn't know anything. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then, um, and then, yeah, and then actually, the singing part though, like, it actually come off the back of breaking up with um, an old girlfriend. Yeah. And I didn't really, I wanted to, I went to my mate's studio who I met. Um, his, his name was Cold Cuts. And like, we didn't, we knew each other for a long time, but he used to come watch me play football, never used to speak. I was like, who is this guy? Why does he never talk? And then one day he was like, I know you, you're Stepper, aren't you? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, let's make music. And I was like, and that was it. And then I went around his one day and I was like, mate, wrote this song called The End. Mm-hmm. Great title, like, put it on me at the end, like, broke <laughs> up with my girlfriend. Cute. Classic. How old were you? That was 16. Was, wow, young. I was 16, yeah, and full of emotion. Yeah, it's a lot, it's a big emotion for 16 years of age to write a, the end. Yeah, the end, I know. And. And I was like, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna rap the, like, you know, spit the verses, but I'm gonna sing the chorus. And he was like, you don't sing, do you? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, I've never sang to anyone. Like, he's like, so he's like, you're, I'm like, you're the first. So I was like, he's like, go on. I was like, turn around, <laughs> don't watch me. Oh, best. So I sang. And he's like, that's all right. And then we'd done the song, and it, it basically just went round like, uh, like everyone, you know, infrareding it and sending yeah. it to everyone's on their phone. <laughs> Remember them days? Yeah, dude. Sending it round and like, yeah, and that's where the singing really began. And then I very quickly knocked the, the grime aspect on the head. So going from grime to yeah. you found you found singing because yeah. of this girl, which you owe her, you know, yeah, you, owe yeah. her, you owe her for that. We're still friends now, to be fair. Nice. Yeah. At what point then did you go, well, I want to take singing to a proper career, I want to become a singer, because yeah. you've done other jobs since then, right? You've been, yeah. in, you've been in the banks, you've done... I've done yeah, I've done it all. Like, I've always, it's always been that burning desire, but again, you know, when you're young and that, you um, believe that it's either all or nothing with music, regards like, you know, oh, you, how can you make money from music? Yeah. Like, uh, there's no way, unless you're a big celebrity and, you know, you, you, you've, you've got signed by a record label. So I had to go quick, so yeah, left school, done, um, studied electrician, like yeah. to be an electrician, and we all promised an apprenticeship, yeah. but then recession hit, to 2008. Yeah. No, no apprenticeship, so I'm like, unless you know someone, I'm like, I don't even know anybody. <laughs> Mum, do you know anyone? <laughs> nah, so then we're like, uh, okay, then I started doing a bit of tiling with a friend, so I did that, until I wasn't getting paid after four months, he still wasn't paying oh, me, wow. doing like seven to seven every day. So I left that, and then Nationwide, was on the door, big employer where I live, and uh, just started on the call centre. Yeah. And then I slowly realised you could actually work in a branch, mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was possible. And I worked on the tills, and then I was an account manager, and then I left um, as a mortgage advisor. So you've definitely got some ambition then, because, mm. you, you know, I suppose the, the circles that you're in in Northampton, it's, it's, sometimes it's quite hard because sometimes you can go to a call centre and stay in a call centre for years and years and years. Yeah. So you obviously had that burning desire to sort of always do more with your life. Yeah. Um, so then you did mortgage broking. Yeah, yeah. At what point, so when did you then go, right, enough's enough. I don't yeah. want to work for anyone. I just want to focus on my singing or doing my side hustles, but yeah. just working for myself. What, what, what made you decide to do that? 
It was always there. Again, like being in Northampton, um, you know, it's not got the great greatest of like connections and contacts for the music. So you ed education wise, like of being understanding the industry, you, you're kind of very limited. So I was always I was always trying to push and you know, going to London trying to do showcases and stuff. So it was always there but I wasn't making money. So I always had to have the, the nine five job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I was just like one day I was just like, well, it's building up to I was just like, I'm sick of this. Like I'm just I'm I'm just I, I know people that have just gone, just do it. Yeah. Like Carpe DM'd it and just like, right, just just, just go for it, man. And um, you know, still living at home, my mum, I was paying rent and stuff, but like my outgoings weren't major, so I know that I could take a bit of a risk. So yeah. went into work one day and I just said to my manager, I'm quitting, yeah. I'm leaving today. And they were like, what? Nah, you're joking. Cause I was doing well and stuff. And they were like, nah, you're joking. I was like, nah. I want to do music like full time. I want to go for it, man. And, like, and I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what the plan is, <laughs> just, but I'm going to do it. And to be honest with you, they're always supportive of that. And they're like, look, we believe in you. Like, there's like, wow. like fair play. Like, you know, if that's what you want to do. And they paid me for the next three months. Still, nice. Even though I wasn't there. That's nice. Just to help me out. And then. That's sweet of them. Yeah. And then, so I was like, okay, what do I do now? And then I had a girlfriend at the time. I've been for three years. And we broke up, um, like <laughs> two months later. Song. So yeah, yeah, I was writing songs. I was writing songs on with it. So that was actually she was a good muse for that, you know, yeah. like helping me to write. And but I was like, right, so I've just quit my job. I haven't got a girlfriend now. Um, what's the crack? So do you remember then the first time you then thought I must? You must have a plan. I know you said like you had no idea what you wanted to do. Yeah. When you then left your job and you quit. And then you've got a couple of you've got some money coming in. Yeah. What did what did you have to do next in order to sort of take that first step? What, do you remember? Like, was there? A, did you want to create a video? Did you want to write another yeah. song? Or well, I was lucky that because say I was always writing music, always releasing it. I was very lucky. I had a friend. I've got a friend of mine. Uh, his name's Luke Tyrrell, and like me, and he 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 shot videos, and um, he needed someone to shoot for. I was making songs, I need someone to shoot my videos. Yeah. So we were like, let's go hand in hand. So then we, we went on a series of like, just right. I was like, right, I've got all these songs. Um, and he was like, right, well, let's make some videos. So then I start, we started just doing that. And obviously to earn money, I was just working um, sporadically at a mental health hospital mm -hmm. um, so as a healthcare assistant. Nice. Um, which I enjoyed too. Um, and I felt it was, you know, it was quite a nice rewarding role anyway. Yeah, nice. So I get a bit of money and then I was like, right, bam, got money, let's go and do a music video. So we'd go off to like Barcelona, shooting videos, over here, wow. there, everywhere. And people in my town was like, oh, like, so I was kind of like doing a bit more than like the average in the town. Yeah. Like, you know, at an amateur level, I guess, because that's what it, let's be honest, you know, that's what it was really. Still learning our craft, yeah, and um, and yeah, I just kept, I was just doing that, I was doing that, and then I got offered to go and work um, abroad in Tenerife, randomly of all places. Um, I've done some show at like this Hilton, like in, in like London, and these people were from Thingy Bobs, so Tenerife, yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, you really, you really, you ever thought about coming out to Tenerife? And um, it's like you'd be, you'd have loads of work, you'd be well every night gigging and earning money. And I was like, because all this has happened, like, you know, changing and going through it, I thought maybe this is an opportunity yeah. to be able to actually develop myself as a, as a live performer. Yes. Because I know, like, as being an original artist, that is one of the biggest things, like, as well as being in the studio, cool. it's actually... You've got to be able to get out and do That's where the money is, right? The tours now? It's where the money's at, it's the touring and all that, but also just the fact of, like, engaging with your audience. Because mm -hmm. I have, I've got, I'm a fan of some artists that I won't name, yeah. but when you go and see them live, 
they're not that good. Like they're great vocally, yeah. but then they've got like a connect, like that chemistry. Yeah, don't mention. Yeah, I won't mention. <laughs> oh, no, one's, no one's being mentioned. But do you know what I mean? Like everyone's probably done it at some point. You've probably got like, oh, it's a bit of a letdown. They're not, they don't put on the show. But then you've got other artists like, I can, who are well mentioned, I don't know, like Bruno Mars. Yes. And his band, like ridiculous live, like yeah. unreal. You know what I mean? Like they're even 10 times better than on, you know, on the track. Yeah. Um, so I did that for like four or five months. And then I kind of gathered that if I would stay any longer, I was going to kind of be stuck there. Yeah, okay. You get stuck into a rut. And you a get stuck a, in yeah. a rut. It's easy money. It's, it's, it's an easy lifestyle. Yeah. You know, it's just gigging at night and then you've got the sunshine in the day and the beaches. Yeah. And, you know, and that repeats it's seven nights a week. Yeah. Um, and Tenerife's like, you know, 24-7, isn't it? And it's a nice hotel, that one in Tenerife, I think. That, the, the Hilton, no? Um, yeah, the Hilton. there's a Hilton. Yeah, there's Hilton's that we, there was like, lo there's, there's loads of places in this place called Adeki. So I got to, performing in this like five-star hotel and remember one night Denise Welch was in the crowd yeah. and that sort of stuff so I was like this is good man <laughs> like come on so um, when you came back what did you do what, what was the plan like you must have thought come on I want to really want to release a song I want to yeah I, I, yeah that was the main thing because I was like going out there I was like I'm putting my career on hold yeah I'm sort of stopped it I did take my, my studio stuff with me and just like I was like I'm, I'm gonna do music while I'm out here and I met some music producers and stuff, but it just didn't work out. Yeah. Just too hot. <laughs> it's too hot to work, like, do that. You know, you just literally do the gigs at night. It was cool. But came back, and then I, I, I was just like, right, I'm, I'm, something else is going to happen now. And I remember two weeks later, I got a message on um, my Facebook from this girl. She was like, do you want a TV opportunity? So I'm like, I weren't going to get back to it. Went around my mate's house, just chilling, playing FIFA. And um, I was like, mate, I've got this message from this girl saying, ring this number, like, about TV opportunity. He's like, mate, just do it. Give him a call. See what it's about. So I rang him, and it was the X Factor. <laughs> no way. Yeah, so I'm like, what? So she was like, yeah, we found your music videos. Like, so, like, the one, especially I went to Barcelona to do. Mm -hmm. um, we love it. Like, do you want to do the show? So I was like... Um, all right, <laughs> like, so they were like, yeah, come and meet us, you know, blah, 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 like, we'll, we'll you know, we'll, we'll get it, we'll get it cracking. So I'm like, all right, this is a bit mad. This is, but I was like, okay, I've manifested this, it's like, I've quit my job, like, I've, I've wanted to get into music, I got offered to go work Tenerife and build myself as an actual performer, yeah. done that, had enough, and now I'm being offered to, like, possibly go instead of taking the stairs, get in the lift and, yeah, and, and sort of, you know, go up a bit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, basically I got a cool month after them like offering it to say, yeah, you're going straight to Wembley. You're going to sing in front of Simon and Rita Ora and all Nick Grimshaw and all that. I was like, cool. How was that? Um, it was mad. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was long. It was a long, like that day was a long day. Three and a half thousand people wow. in the audience. I've gone from singing to maybe 50... <laughs> 50 people max, like, you know, in these clubs in Tenerife or whatever, which is great. That yeah. was, it was a good laugh. But then three and a half thousand. Wow. And Simon Cowell and the gang. And cool. I'm like... Nervous? Do you know what? It's one thing I never, I never really get. I get the adrenaline. I yeah. do get that, the butterflies. That's it, that's good. But yeah. I'm like, nah, come on, let's do it. So that's, it's such an important thing you just said that because where you, where I said you get nervous, you're like, I get that adrenaline, which mm -hmm. is nerves, but yeah. you've just turned it into a positive. Yeah. Where ne you know, nervousness is, I would say, is negative. Yeah. You've just turned it into a positive. That's a good way to be, man. Yeah, it, yeah. It is, it is tough. Like, and I think going back to working nationwide, because I was working face to face so much, with, I had to keep on engaging with new people, like walking in the branch constantly every yeah. single day. 
I had to be confident. I had to be able to adapt to different types of people, young, old, you know, rich, poor, like, you know, and all that and, yeah. and adapt to their circumstance. And then it I kind of just converted that into being a performer and and like just, just like, do you know what I mean? Having that confidence and yeah, like it was, you know, got managed to get through that right around. Rita Aurora asked for my number, come <laughs> on. She asked for my number, but I never, I never actually gave it to her. <laughs> Taken? No, just that. just a wussy. Like, I've had enough confidence to... Uh, nah, she was, it was probably for cameras, but that's the first thing that she said when I come on the stage. And I was like, I haven't even performed yet. Give me a break. So you went to the next round. Yeah, got to the next round. So I went to boot camp and then, you know, that was great. Got through that round and um, and then I got to the next round where then before you go to... Well, they added the six chair challenge. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I didn't get through. It, it was a long story, it was all a bit crazy. <laughs> did you enjoy it, the process? I did enjoy it, yeah, because it was very... I, I've been sat, sat on the sofa for years with my ex-girlfriend, you know, watching it. Yeah. Like, wondering, always wondering, like, that, what would it be like to be on that stage in front of all those people? And there was, like, a few people I knew, like, um, mate of mine, Frankie, Frankie Cocosa. I don't yeah. know if you know him. Another name? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, just dropping names out there. <laughs> from, but, but, like, no, only because it was, like, these people I knew, like, and, like, this thing, I've done so many things. I worked out in Mali at, like, when I was 20. Yeah. Um, and, like, you know, that's where I met, like, him and stuff, and he never sang in that. And then he was on the TV the next year, and I what? was like, how was he on the TV? Like, and, like, how was he singing? Like, I was like, this is crazy. Like, fair play to him, like, sick. But... Yeah. It maybe it kind of it, that's when it gave me more of the hunger to be yeah, like, of course, I need to be doing more. Like, what am I doing? It's all about being consistent, right? Consistency, hundred percent, the key. Like, and you know, and I've only really learned that more so in the last, I'd say, in the last kind of four, four or five years, if I'm honest. Because the minute you drop off, mm. you're forgotten. Yeah, like people forget about you. They do, yeah. And I've noticed that about with you know, a podcast or, or anything, social media, yeah. whatever it is. If you're not consistent in anything you do, you yeah. will drop off. But you've been really consistent recently about all your stuff. I mean, yeah. your last single, Echo. Yeah. Echoes or Echoes? Echoes, Echoes yeah, Echo, yeah, yeah. It's a great single. Thank like, you it's very a great. Much. I played it to my wife because I, you know, I play a lot of songs to my wife and she's yeah. like, she's really honest. Right. And I was just hoping she would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she went, that's really good. Who's that? I was yeah. like, yeah. And it it is on. so good. Thank the you. video is incredible as well. Thank you very much. So you've much. done a great job. But how are you going to do more of that? Is that what you're just going to do? Just keep producing? Yeah, like that was the plan. So like, obviously after doing that show and all that, you know, there was a lot of, it was just a lot of reflection time. And I was like, do you know what? I've been doing this music kind of just sort of like, you know, flowing through it and that, but I'm not really, I've not really grabbed a hold of it and been like, right, come on, are we going to actually start levelling up here now? And like, you know, and, and actually realising who I am, what music I really want to release. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing because I think sometimes people try to please, you know, people and... And then they're not really over themselves, and it kind of sometimes you can sense it. Yeah. So I was like, right, let's just let's just chill out for a minute. Um, you know, that's been great—the 15 minutes of fame. But you know, that you, you need more than that. Do you know what I mean? Of course. And, um, and then I, so I, I like took time out, and it was really really hard to do. Um, the only thing that helped me then I started I learned the, the next level of music of like oh you can earn money and not be known, yep. just, but you can sing at loads of people's weddings. Ah, amazing, events. yes you can. So we set up a band with a couple of my mates from Northampton, and um, we went on this couple of agencies, and we were just like inundated. Like You're crazy. Like inundated with gigs, and I was like, wow. And then I even moved down to Fulham for a little bit, because I was like, I've got gigs here, I can just, my mate was like, there's a room, do you want to move down? So I was like, 
Yeah, I can do, because it doesn't matter where I live, no, because the weddings are up north, down south. Yeah, you're not, it's not like you have to do stuff all around your area. Yeah, yeah. so I did that, and then and that allowed me to then, like, I was doing, getting into a bit of, like, extra work, you yeah. know, just doing a couple of, like, films and stuff like that, just, nice. just as an extra, like, you know, back of my head stuff and that. Yeah. But that was just different, and I got to network again, and I, saw, I was like, right, I need to network. You start getting myself out, because people don't know who I am. Yeah. Um... And then, yeah, and then uh, we just, the band was just like, kind of like, right, I know my money's there, let's really focus on it. And then it allowed me to just, like, work with my friends who were producers and actually, again, create this sound, this identity. And then I was always like, I don't want to go out as my name anymore. I kind of always felt like I wanted to have, because when I was doing The Grime, I was yeah. called Stepper. That was like the stage name. It's like your, it's just like your, it's your alias, isn't it? It's like someone you can kind of, I don't know, just like you be who you want to be. Yeah. So for eight, so like for about, so literally I took, it was literally probably nearly three years I took out. Wow. And just literally, it was so hard because I was like, God, it's like, oh, should I release it? And I'm like, my friend's like, no, like producers, like, don't release it, don't do it. Just hold, like, just, you've got something there, hold it till you've got a catalogue. Yeah. You know, because it's like, right, drop that. When's the next one coming out? Yeah. Consistency. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, okay, okay. And I was like, I need, to, I need the name. So I was going through hundreds of names. At like, you know, yeah, this is the name. Like I was going to call myself 27 yeah. at one point. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I was like, nah, that's a lot of work. How did you come up with the name Lucy and Moon? So yeah, Lucy and Moon, I was literally just sat in my house, not even thinking about it. Like, you know, it's like some of the best ideas you get are either in the shower or in the car. Yeah. This one <laughs> come on the sofa. <laughs> I just sat there, and TV was not, nothing was on. I just sat down, and then as soon as I sat down, the name Lucian came in my head, and I was like, why have I just thought about that? And then I was like, actually, Lucian, like, I don't really know many people called that. Like, it's quite, so I Googled what it meant, and it, because I always liked the meanings. So it means like the man of light. Mm -hmm. nice. It is very slow, like closely related to like Lucifer and Lucian, which are like, kind of like, you know, not where I want to be going. No. <laughs> but Lucian is actually the man of light. It's nice. like the, so I was like, I like that. And my music, I kept saying my music is like, um, very, it's like dark. Mm -hmm. And it's like- Emotional. Emotional and, and major scales and, and like minor scales. And like, I was like, okay, so Lucian. So then I was like, right, and the surname, the second name's gonna be, because um, there was someone called Lucian. There is like someone's called that. So I was like, I can't just be called Lucian. Um, but then it's got to be something that's playing off of it. Like everyone knows, and I've always had this thing with the moon. I always very infatuated with the moon. I, it's very relaxing. It's very tranquil. So I was like, the moon. So like, it's like light and dark, yin and yang. Yeah. Major, minor. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I was like, right, that's enough. That's it. Don't think about the name anymore, because I could call myself, you know, Beanhead. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then if my music's good, people are like, oh, you heard Beanhead. Bean yeah, song. Of course, yeah. So I'm going to Beanhead's show next week. Like, it's, it's so good. That's what I thought, like, because there's some names out there, you know, that are like, you would wonder how the hell they got that name to. Um, so I was like, right, Lucy and Moon, that's it, done. So it was actually last New Year's Day, so Jan 2019, yeah. 1st of Jan, is when I unleashed it. Like, because I went, I went off Instagram for like three months. Yeah. I literally deactivated it, and I was like, right, I'm going to go quiet, and then I'm going to come back with Lucy and Moon. Wow. And um, I did lose quite a few, I, I lost a few followers from it because people were like, well, how, thought my account hacked. Yeah, didn't know or, who you were. They're like, what, what, who the hell is Lucy and Moon? Moon. Like, what is going on? <laughs> it messaging me, I go out like in the town or whatever and people be like, like, 
who's Lucy and Moon? Like, is that is that is that actually you or what? Oh, sorry. Oh, I'll follow you back. Sorry about that. I didn't know. Like, so I was like, that's cool. So I, I took time out for people to get to know me then and yeah. get to know Lucy and Moon and what I've been doing the last three years. And I've been very fortunate to build relationships with a very good friend of mine who shoots all my videos and stuff. And he was like, mate, I love what you're doing. Um, he he like does more working with like models and influencers and stuff like that. But he always wants to get into music videos. Yeah. So he was like, so I'll drop his name as well, Harry Russell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did, because I'm like bigging them up, because then someone watching, they might be like, oh, I want to know who this, these people are. And What's I'm, his name? Harry Russell. Harry so, Russell. So Hazza Russell. Hazza Russell. Amazing, right. amazing friend of mine and amazing guy. And, and like, he was very just Very like, talented at what he does as well. Very yeah. talented. And, you know, but, so he was like, let's do music videos. Let's, yeah. let's create. So I was like, right, I've got this song, this song, this song. Let's do it. So the first song we did, we went to LA last year, done a song uh, mine that's going to be re- not yet to be released, um, and had a great time as well in the mix. And he was shooting influences, so I got to kind of network with people nice. too. And you know, again, just trying to raise the, the Lucy and Moon profile. Like they yeah. were tagging me, so I was getting a few more followers. But obviously, bear in mind, people didn't really know what Lucy and Moon did. Not yeah. heard a song from him yet. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it had to show my character a lot on my stories. I was getting, like, very, very consistent with that element of sure. it. And then, fast forward, and, yeah, we, we basically shot, we've shot, like, five music videos now for songs, and we've released two of them. Wow. Um, Tainted was my debut song. Yeah. Um, all my songs are based on true stories, by oh, the way. Nice. They're all based on, like, Echoes is based on, like, my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Um, the one which I... Quit, I broke up about to quit my job. Yeah. Um, I'm over it. Yeah. Don't get, don't get it wrong. I'm completely over it. But I have kind of like manifested that and like magnified the process and it made me write a song. And, um, and then yeah, and like basically this is the this is where we like fast forward and I'm still doing shows with the band. Nice. Um, you know to to keep me out of nine to five. Of course. Um, but now we've got consistent. We've got like loads of material now. Like we we shoot we shot another song two weeks ago and. When you create a music video, yeah. like what happens after that? So you create a music video, then what do you do with it? Do you, is it something you just then oh, I upload it to YouTube? Or yeah. What is it that you do? What's what's the purpose of creating that music video? Like how does it help you? Yeah, that's a, uh, back in the day. Yeah, it was just make a video and then just just dump it on YouTube and into the ocean and and you know there's no real thought behind it. Like as in you know like promoting it and you know and and all that jazz. But like so that's why I took that time out to learn about that side, learn about the industry, learn like how, how to actually, how are you gonna like actually gain a new fan base? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Instead of like, obviously it's great to provide to the existing, but we wanna, you wanna yeah. branch out and you know, cause then the aim is to go and get on a tour and there to sell out shows and stuff like that. So yeah, there was, so when we make a video, I'll be honest with you, it, some of it is made up. We storyboard it, mood like, right. So why did you write this song for? Oh, it's based on this. It's based on a breakup or whatever. Okay, how did you feel? And and um, you know, and really mood board it, and you know, really just gather how I felt when I wrote the song and, and what the emotion I want to portray. Yeah. And then and then kind of work with what you've got. Budget is a big thing. So when you're you know struggling artist, you know yeah. like me, <laughs> yeah. um, you know haven't got big budgets like the you know artists that have at the labels. Of course. Um, and so you have to be very fortunate to have people around you that were like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll sort you out with that. I want to, I believe in you. I want to yeah, do that for you. And then the shooting, like when we went to LA, that was, it was kind of, it was kind of made up, but we, 
the, 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 the end sort of goal was always there. We knew what we wanted to do, but sometimes things can happen, um, you know, but uh, with the LA video, it's a bit of an interesting story because we shot it, yeah. amazing. It was buzzing, it was like, oh my God, we got so lucky with some of the shots, um, like just what was happening at the time. And then, um, so that was last April, I went round to Harry's house on, in like the June, and he was like, oh. I was like, what's up, mate? What's up? And he's like, um, you know, the hard drive that has got all the files on it. Like, yeah, he's like, it's corrupted. I was like, no. I was like, are you joking me? He's like, yeah, but it's in with um, this company. They're going to fix it in like 10 days. Wow. Long story short, we only got it back last month. Oh, shit. So we had to wait. Fucking 10 months. Wow. Of constantly ringing them up. like, And I was like, oh my God, and it put everything on hold because that was meant to be my debut release. Of course. I was going to release it in November. But I put it down to everything happens for a reason because now it's all changed and Tainted become the, the, the debut, which, yeah. you know, happy with. And this song, it's got a lot of meaning for me. So kind of like... Still not been edited though. Is it <laughs> See, I'm like, you'll get, you'll get around to I'm it. Like, even just edit us. Just I'm, do it now. This hard drive is like cursed or something. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because it was just, we, it was like, the, you know, we've always thought about it so much, um, that, that particular video. But like, yeah, all the other ones, like Echoes, obviously, I always had this vision of like, because it's quite a cold song. It's again, it's quite, it's quite emotionally, emotional, but Echoes, it's all about these, like, it's all about, um, the thoughts in your mind about this person, which can be quite an empty place yeah. and cold. So it was like, oh, let's go to Iceland. It's very <laughs> open that. and cold. It's beautiful, yeah. but it's very open. It's got, there's a lot of, so like scenes where it's kind of just, you've, you're, you can be creative. You're very alone, yeah. you know, in your thoughts. And um, so that was, you know, that was a perfect place for Echoes. Um, it's a great video that. Thank you. Great video, really good video. How do you, I know one of the questions that I got was, how do you start writing a song yeah so what, what, what's the process like do you just start writing some words like how would you start writing a song yeah it's I, I, a lot of the times i work around one word so sometimes i do like i might post like all oh, right guys i want to write a song like give me some um, like inf inf inspiration and just give me like um a one word and yeah. I, if i like a one word and um funny enough the the beat the producer who made echoes it was called echoes <laughs> So I was like, and I do, like, I really work off of that. Like, it's really like, I'm like, right, boom, echoes. It just opens this whole book for me wow. in my mind. And I'm just like, wow. So then I'll, I'll just li I'll be listening to the, the instrumental. I'll be going over it now. I'll either, I'll either start at the start mm -hmm. and write it literally like a book, you know, and can just go forth or I'll start with the chorus. You know, it just really depends. And I think with echoes, I actually I think I wrote the chorus first. And I was like, okay, I've got this like chorus, now where do I start? So then I just was like, how am I gonna write it in first person? I'm gonna write it like it's someone else speaking. Yeah. Um, so there's, it, it, it's hard to really say. It is hard, it is a hard one with songwriting to explain. Um, do you enjoy it? I love it, yeah. And I think that, that was actually my, because you know, I, I wasn't the best at school, but English literature was my best subject. Oh, wow, okay. Only because my teacher pulled me to the side after the class one day and she was like, she's like, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, you're you're a bit of a shit like in the class. Like like I was always very vocal, I was always up for doing stuff, but then I was just getting influenced by everyone, yeah. you know, messing around and so she pulled me in pulled me aside like after everyone left. She was like, Look, she goes, I'm not gonna lie to you and she like got right close to me like but only because she was 
concerned. She's like, you need to buck your ideas up like yeah. quick. She goes, you have got potential to, to be, you, you have got good writing skills and understanding, but you need to sort it out, right? And, and I was like, wow, no one's ever said that to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was, and it really like, and then I started, I really focused on my writing and then I started getting like A's and all that on my papers and stuff. And I was like, no, wow. normally I'm getting D's and all yeah. that. Like, just because I wasn't, I didn't take it seriously. You weren't applying yourself. No, and then I was like, actually, I've got a love for, for writing. Yeah. And um, I remember actually, when I started writing my songs and I was like, say like 16, I actually was writing, you know, love songs and all that. And I had this agent that I was working with. Like, he was, he was based in Northampton, but he was like, he could get you on like Big Brother or Shipwrecked. Yeah. Um, I actually was meant to go on that, that's another story. Um, and I had this song and um, he was like, oh, this is really good, I've got friends at Ministry of Sound and blah, 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 blah. Um, let me send it, like, this collection of songs you got and see what they think, because your songwriting's good. And he was, so anyway, he rang me up late at night, like 11 o'clock, and I was like, Jamie, can you come out? And I was like, Mum, I'm allowed outside, <laughs> like, Patrick's outside, like, can I have a chat with him? And he was like, Look, I'm going to be honest with you, I know you don't know about any of this, like, but do you know what a publishing deal is and all that? And I was like, what, like when you publish a book yeah. kind of thing? Do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't have a clue. He was like, look, there's a song of yours that Dave said, like, you need to work on your voice. Yeah. You need to start working on that more. Um, but they'd actually want to buy it for Justin Timberlake. What? So I was like, being a 16-year-old, like, like, naive, but also headstrong, like, you know, thinking I know it all. Yeah. I was like, Justin Timberlake, what do you mean they want to buy it? What, they want him to sing on it with me? And I was like, no, 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 that, that he's going to sing on it. Yeah. Like, you're going to, you'll give it to him, but they'll buy it off you. And I was like, yeah, but that means the song's good then. Like, nah, like, I, I, want to, I want that song. Yeah. Like, if it's like that, and he was, he was like, I remember it now, the sweat was hopping off him, like in frustration. He was like, this is such a good thing for you so this is what people do in the industry they sometimes have to get in the other way yeah like give their songs to other big artists and he was like you probably get like 50 grand for the song yeah and also i was like long story short i just didn't do it i was just i don't know why wow to this day i didn't do it i was like well that means the song's good then like i'm gonna do it and like searching such an idiot yeah like looking back now, like that is if, if someone wanted to buy any echoes, if Justin Timberlake wanted that now, I'd be like, there you go, take it, mate, <laughs> have it. Because like artists like Neo and Kerry Hilson and people, that's how they did it. Yeah. You, like that is and then again, that's another way as an artist, like, right, okay, I'm not popping at the minute. Like it's really it's a tough industry. Cool. Without the song then nothing, right? Yeah, but without the songs, you're no one. That's you nobody. So, yeah. So if you can create if you can write songs like Gary Barlow's an unbelievable songwriter. Great songwriter. Right. So you know that's all he has to do. Yeah. Right? I mean he wrote most of their songs, correct? Pretty, yeah, he wrote ninety percent of them I'd say. Without the songs, your yeah. stuff so if you like if someone's writing songs, carry on writing songs and yeah. give it to them to sing. I think it's a I think it's a great way to, to get into the industry. It is, yeah. So what's next for you? So what do you want to do? What are you trying to do? What's what's yeah. the plan? So the plan is, like I say, took took the time out, like to rework on myself. So I know what I'm on what my goal is. I know what I want to do. Yeah. We've got the content now, so the consistency box is ticked. Um, I'd like to say the quality box is ticked. Mm -hmm. You know, um, like because we just had to really fine tune that. And again, hard. It was such hard work to to like bite my tongue and and like be like, okay, I just want to release that now. <laughs> so we've got that. Um, the goal is now, I've got the performance side from my band, so like I'm, I'm very confident on, on stage and performing. The goal is to be able to um, get 
my start because I get into songs on radio. I have to start yeah. building a fan base, and I want to go on. I want to start being able to do live shows. Yeah, with my original. I've never, I've never ever done an original live show. I've never ever what done. What does it. that mean, an original live show? So like singing my own songs, songs. like okay. like prop, like a proper show, like like with, yeah. with the band. Like you know what I mean, and people actually come in to do that just for you, like just for your stuff. Yeah, they've they've come to watch me, yeah. but to sing everyone else's songs. songs. Nice. And um, to be able to this time next year, I'd love to be able to say, "No, like there's a ticket, mate." Yeah, nice. We're on, we're on tour. You know, I love that. That is the plan. I like that. It's literally the plan. Nice plan to have, man. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, yeah, it will happen. Yeah. Um, all right. So a couple of questions. What made you want to become a singer? What was it that made you want to become a singer? What made me want to become a singer? Again, I think going back to the Craig David sitting in my room times, I just yeah. loved it. I just, it was just a great way of like expressing myself. Um, and I, obviously, I thankfully, I, I realised I could could sing. Yeah, like, obviously, clearly not that good, because when they wanted to buy that song, they were like, yeah, he needs to work on his voice. <laughs> yeah. But the passion was there, and, it, and it, I don't know where it came from. Does it make you feel something? Like, do you get a tingle when you sing a song? I do feel, like, I feel... Just like I'm just true, I'm just truly being me, and I'm very. I have got nice. an emotional side to me, and I just feel it's a great way that I've um, I can release it, and yeah. thank thank God like I can you know I can kind of hold a hold a note together. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you can express yourself really well. Yeah. Um, I did ask the question of you know where's the best. Okay, where is the best place to start if you want to write a song? What, what, what how would someone? What's the first thing they do? The first thing they do is they is without even the pen and the paper, it's just. Is, is in their mind like what like obviously what is it they want to talk about um like and how do they feel yeah and like and and kind of um even like do like write like a kind of um word board down first mm -hmm. so like and it's connecting with right so if you don't make music yeah um i like there's there's plenty of websites now like um you can go on and there's plenty it's, a, it's like a sweet shop of instrumentals if you can make music it's just about deciding whether you're going to be you're making a happy song today or a sad song, and um, and then just basically picking this one word. Yeah. Honestly, one word, it just opens up. Like you know, if it's I don't know the word broken, broken. What? There yeah. you go. Bro yeah. Great one. Yeah. So broken, like then broken. What what do you mean by broken? Like what is it? How you're feeling? Yeah. And then and then it just just. Just being real, being honest. Love it. Not not making it up. Literally, like Sam Smith said, like you know, when he when he released his album before, is like the best way is like is to um, go through a breakup in a yeah. relationship and then write an album. Like it's just coming through from true places. Everyone's true. had experiences in their life, it's know, nice. good and bad. I like that. What's been your toughest challenge? The toughest challenge has been is the going to Lucy and Moon. Yeah. From from That's everyone just knowing me as who I was. And people had to. It's like starting from the beginning, isn't it? It was, yeah. It was like starting at the bottom, but I've got this experience. But I've got to convince people um, who are already following me, like, right, this is to believe in me, yeah, and to not let you know, not be like, oh no, nah. um, and then to acquire new audiences while I'm working that who don't actually, they're not really doing anything. Like, I'll drop in a few covers, but just the conversion to Lucy and Moon. I loved your singing yesterday in the car park. Oh yeah, <laughs> such a good. Moment. I was just like, "Oh, this is this is." I thought it was your song. At no. first, I was like, "That's good." It's a good song. And then I recognised. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what you've done. 
Trevor. Really good. Really good. Yeah, yeah like good well. reverbs in here. Let's do car Re- park session. Car park's amazing, though. Yeah, does amazing. it make you? Does it make your voice sound better in a car park that echoes? Reverb. Yeah, and it's I always should called have sang reverb. Echoes. I should have sang echoes. Would have been a good shout. Yeah, reverb. So reverberation, like, so if there's, it, yeah, like any singer, if they're like in a car park or anywhere where there's, like, it kind of projects your voice more. You get this feeling like ah. Oh, like the bathroom. I've got the bathroom is one of the you seeing people through lockdown. Yeah. Doing shower sessions and stuff like um Pixie Lot is someone she's been I've seen on uh, Instagram. Um singing sing, literally sat in her cubicle shower singing. That's Cause incredible. Because it sounds great. But is that your true voice then when you hear that? Is that yeah. true? That's a true sound. It's not like fate or anything like what I no. mean is if you can sing if it's a good tone, yeah. is that is that a good start for someone? Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, obviously, it's just that, like, sometimes, like, um, sound can be quite, can be kind of harsh to you sometimes. If you're in a really flat, dead room, <laughs> yeah. you just can't project properly. Yeah. It's all about, so, like, if you've got a nice little cheeky bit of reverb, yeah. it's, it, just, it just carries you. It just makes things better. Interesting. So if someone thinks they've got a good voice yeah. and they're singing at home just like this, like now, for instance, yeah. if you're singing, if they went to a studio yeah. and had a bit, would their voice sound a lot better? Um, not necessarily. Sometimes it can sound like, because when you sing, if you literally just sing, the, the mic doesn't lie. It's like the camera. It doesn't yeah. lie. If you sang straight into the mic, dry, and listen to it, yeah, it's going to be a bit like, bland. you would never release that. So then you've got the reverb. And obviously people, some of you use an auto-tune now as well. It's like a new, wow. new craze. Um, auto-tune isn't always a bad thing, though. Like... It, 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 if you use it subtly, yeah. all it does is just it just kind of helps to pitch correct sometimes slightly, but not not so it doesn't sound like you. Just takes the edge off. Just that. takes a little edge off of things. Like obviously you got the T Pain version of yeah. like, <laughs> but he's that's a style for him, mm-hmm. you know. And it, he knows like he he's like yeah, I mean he's not a tune. Yeah. Um. And but then you've got like some people like basically there's no point personally in my opinion like to have. To make yourself sound amazing in the studio, but then you never sing live life. because you sing live and you're like, <laughs> it's just for you as a person because yeah. you're 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 never gonna be able to do live shows. No, of course. And I just think if you want to create, be a better artist, just just love the voice you have. Yes. And people, there's always someone's gonna love what you do. Because yeah, I like that's a good shout. I love yeah. that. Um, what's the best piece of advice you've received? The best piece of advice I've received. Um, I get. I think like once you're on that certain path with anything in life, I think you kind of get the same really golden nuggets of advice, and it is just to to be able to to listen to listen to people, um, like and listen to their experiences, learn from others, listen to your elders. Yeah, that's you know. A good one. Yeah. Um, and 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 of course to be consistent um, with, with with whatever it is that you want to do in life, and yeah. and to just do it. Like action, take just, action. Yeah, like I've got my mom, I've got a tattoo in my chest here, right? I've never had a tattoo in my life before then, and it's from a book called The Alchemist. And um, my mum just said it the quote. She was like, "The only true failure is failing to go after your dream." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I like that because it makes sense." Because like when I was working in the bank, I used to meet like people all the time, like you know who would be like, "Oh, so what do you do?" And they're really interested. Like I work here, but and I was like, "I love my music." They're like oh, 60, 70 now, and they're like, oh, I, I always wanted to do football, I always wanted to do this. And you're like, why didn't you? And he's like, just didn't do it. Yeah. He's like, and so and they're like, but I regret it. 
And so I was like, right, so the only true failure is failing to go after your dream because at least if you try, yeah, you can. if it doesn't work out, great. You, you learn. You, you, you're never going to be able to beat yourself up and go, I didn't try. I didn't try. I wonder what would have happened if I did that. That's horrible. Yeah. Um, all right, so if you could trade live with anyone for one day, who would it be? Life. Yeah, if you could trade lives with someone else. Oh, like... gosh. Um, God, there's millions of people. I don't know, someone like David Beckham. Yeah, I guess shout out. Like yeah, okay, I would do. Uh, what do you reckon two key ingredients are to success? Um, yeah, the, the C word with 100% consistency. Of add yeah. out consistency and um, education. Yeah, okay, nice. Yeah. All right, quick fire questions. Uh, favorite day of the week? Favorite day of the week? Um, oh gosh, it's, it's a tough one. It's quick fire. Yeah, um, Saturday. Okay, texting or talking? Talking. Uh, favorite TV series that you watched in lockdown? Benadorn. Ben <laughs> I'm on it three times round. Uh, morning or evening? Uh, evening. Yeah, okay, that's the typical. Artist for you. Yeah. Uh, say a word in Spanish. Uh, hola. You must have loads. Uh, what does a person need to be happy? Uh, love. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> emotional guy. <laughs> What's your favourite book? My favourite book is probably um, The Alchemist still. Alchemist, okay. Savoury or sweet? Um, Savoury. What's your most in What, like a pack of crisps? You take, yeah. take crisps over chocolate. Crisps over chocolate. We can not no longer be friends. <laughs> um, in terms of, okay, right. Let's say, for instance, now, if you were going to give someone young, an artist, a bit of advice on how to sort of, what's the, what sort of first step should he take? So if someone's yeah. listening and watching this thinking, I, like, I want to be a singer, I've got yeah. a decent voice, what yeah. do you reckon they should do? Um, they need to firstly have patience yeah. and understand that it is like, it is the 10,000 the 10, hour rule applies. So that's basically, you know, you're not going to be able to just be an overnight success. Obviously, the shows like X Factor and stuff can sometimes do that for you. Yep. But just to be able to and to do that and just to be able to and just make sure you're doing it for the right reasons that you actually genuinely love what doing music. Yeah. Um and because if if it's something that you're just doing for like just to kind of try and get like, you some know, fame some fame or some followers, don't do it. Um yeah. tune into something that you actually genuinely like if you love cooking, yeah. Something like tune into that instead. Don't just do music for sake of it. But like so make sure you love it. And then also and have patience and um, and also just don't be afraid. Try and get yourself out as much as you can. Be confident as much as you can. Yeah. Remember that um, no one, no one cares as much as you think. Yeah. Like about how you look or anything like that. They just want to like believe in you. Believe so that you true. actually love what you're doing. Yeah. It being just just being true to yourself. Just being true to you. Yeah. Being fake just doesn't last. It's so no. hard to keep up that sort of persona, that fakeness yeah. all the time. Yeah, it is, and and it doesn't really get. And you don't feel good about yourself, and you're just and people see it. But like I say to you, like with anything in life, yeah. like you you you're thinking you're sending out a certain mindset. Right, there's other people on that mindset, right, on the other side. So you're you're singing the way you sing. Somebody might not think you're good. Other people are gonna love you. Yeah, you know, and that is the world. That's the world we live in, isn't it? So true. Um, so just yeah, that's the way to do it. I, think. I love that, guys. Today we've had Lucy Moon sing a song right on the couch. My man, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, if you enjoyed listening, watching, thumbs up, thumbs down, make a comment, whatever you want to do. But yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thank See you, you soon. Take care.